Welcome questions, answers, and rants. I'm your host, Walter the King. We got a special guest today. Her name is Shalindra Scott, or is it Waters? What are you called now? Waters Scott. Both. Just Shalindra <laughs> Waters Scott. Yes. <laughs> you got that. You know, some people get divorced and get mad. Well, I still have three kids with the last name Scott, so still connecting with. Yeah, them, I know. You know. So maybe one day. Yeah, I know. One day I may get rid of yeah. the Scott, but right now. Yeah, you gotta keep. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people get those dash and hyphens and yeah. all kind of shit. I don't know what's yes. going on. No, I just I kept my name because I never I'd already bought property before I got married and I didn't want to suddenly just disappear off the face of the earth, you know. So I wanted them to know. The same person. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well hopefully I'll have to deal with that. Well, being a guy I wouldn't have to change my name anyway, but uh luckily I haven't had to deal with that. Well, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about some HBCUs and some other type stuff, dating and all kind of teaching crap, and whatever else you want to talk I love about. It. I love it. <laughs> all yeah. right. Now, for those that don't know, Shalindra and I went to school together. I only went there for a year and a half, but we went to St. Bernard's, graduated in 1981. Yes, 81. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had a lot of clowns, had a lot of fun for that yes. year and a half. Yes, and, and even though I didn't yeah. realize you were just there for a year and a half, because it seemed like you were there longer, but I guess, yeah, you did transfer. But Yeah, I just I just make a mark wherever <laughs> I go. Yes. <laughs> I leave a always, mark. You know, you always took care of me. You always looked out for me. So I guess I felt like you were there longer than a year and a half. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my job. I was like, protect Thank and serve. You. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, I usually I usually start off my podcast. I don't know if you listen to any, but uh, I have. You should have, but I usually. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Well, I like to start them off with some rants. So, uh, start off with a couple of rants. Well, this one's not really a rant. I, I it's just a you. I, do you hate the ends of the bread? I do. I <laughs> loaf of bread. I hate the damn end. I do you? those away. There's nothing to do with that. It just holds the loaf together. I don't see any purpose in eating it at all. Me. I'm just when we were young growing up, you know, poor, and my mother make us eat the ends, and you'd be like, I don't want that. nothing wrong with the ends, eat it. And you'd be like, Your ass managed to pass know, them up, you know. It's it. like you're eating a whole bunch of crust. Just a bunch of crust. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> they don't they, they shouldn't even when they slice the bread, you know, and give it to you, they should throw that shit away right there. I just think it's supposed to keep everything else fresh. I don't think we're supposed to eat it. It's just supposed to keep the other slices fresh, if you ask me. I guess I'll keep that shit from falling apart. I don't know, but yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, why the fuck did they put this in the package? They could have thrown this shit away, sent it to I mean, they have I'm sure they not people been homeless forever. They could have sent it to the homeless people. Um maybe they don't even want that. Man, I might be homeless, but I don't want that shit. <laughs> the ends are terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Yeah. 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 And you know what I hate? I, my brother was different from me, but uh, yes. like soggy ass cereal. I do not want some soggy. I eat mine so fast. I I can't have soggy. He used to just sit there and let his nasty ass Lucky Charm just get soggy. It was nasty enough with the marshmallows and and, and uh pink surprises. You know that little <laughs> bullshit with that little gay leprechaun <laughs> hopping around and shit. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like anything soggy, but I used to actually pick out those marshmallows, and I would eat them. I didn't want them to get in the milk, so I wanted to eat them first because I didn't like them. Yeah. If all we had was Lucky Charms, I just went hungry. 
Yeah, they they won the best. They won the best. Yeah, I said, fuck it. I'll just be hungry. I've been hungry before. I just won't eat it. I get it. I get it. That is funny. Yeah, everyone's in some bologna to fry and make it stand up in the, you know, then a little yeah. curl and then we and get high. You have to poke it with the knife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think my kids ever had any damn bologna. He said, you know what? I don't think my kids oh, ever had bologna. Either. I know they didn't have fried bologna. I know that for a fact. Yeah, they damn sure they have fried bologna. They don't know what to do. If they would cook that, they wouldn't know what was going on when that shit popped, boiled, you know, cups up like a big spaceship type and looking yeah, I, shit. I never gave, no, I take that back. I did give my kids Vienna sausages when they were little and they liked them. Ugh, I couldn't stand oh, those things. Ugh. They liked them when they were little. They didn't know any better. Ugh. Yeah, I hated that shit. Well, we used to eat a lot of nasty shit. That Vienna sausage, my mother would give us sardines and onions whenever you got sick. Like that was a cure all. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, potted potted meat and all that kind of nastiness. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Put some Vicks on your chest. Eat these sardines <laughs> onions. I'll be like, I'm about to close the damn window. <laughs> Give me a better jacket. <laughs> Turn the heat on. Turn the heat on. Stop making me put on a sweater. Pay exactly. a bill. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know what else I hate? What? I hate people that that, that people that like plan want to plan some shit, you know, like they want to be in charge of planning shit. Then they start bitching about all the work they exactly. have. Exactly. You signed up for it. Yeah, you asked to do this shit. I'm not talking about the person like you. Let's say you planning something and you say, hey, I need y'all to turn this in. If you go and turn this mm -hmm. in by December the 12th and it's December the 11th and you haven't even opened the thing, man, I'm going to get it to you. Now, I don't blame you if you're mad about yeah. that. Like, look, motherfucker, get the hell this shit out. Yeah, yes. yeah, but then when you complain, when you take it on, it's like, oh, I've got to do so much. Like you knew that when you signed up. You knew that. Yeah, you're the one who wanted to do this shit. Yeah, so like I had, I, I know somebody one time wanted to plan a, a cruise. I've never been on a cruise, but they want to plan a cruise. And then they wanted to bitch the whole time about, you know, all the stuff they had to do. You know, maybe everybody ought to pay her some money for planning. You wanted to plan this shit. You wanted to do it. Oh, no, not pay, Don't come pay, pay, money. pay money to be the planner. Oh, no. Uh -uh. Well, I mean, they're throwing that in at the end. They weren't serious, but, oh, yeah. you know, they were upset because when they had to do all the work, maybe everybody should have chipped in some money with me for doing all this work. You picked that sorry-ass <laughs> travel agent. You did all the rest. You wanted to do this shit. Nobody. I'm glad I, I couldn't have went on a cruise anyway because it was with, we would have been with the Weiss family and we wouldn't have all came back. <laughs> You would have thought you would have seen to it that uh, somebody wasn't going to make it back from the water. Nah, somebody would have been a deep sea diver or <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a motherfucking uh, Olympic swimmer. <laughs> yes, I can see it. Yeah, that in close quarters, I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah, two weeks. No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with. That. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I hate. You know what else I hate? It's like you. You had like this dumb friend. Like, not you, I'm just saying in general. You have a dumb friend. We all got dumb friends, some dumb friends. But I don't want you to start thinking, oh, who's he talking about? Who's my stupid friend? No, no, I'm just saying in general. You got okay. that, that dumb ass friend that always, when they do know something, they want to try to explain it to you. Like, you know, like something we all saw on TV, like like uh, it could be a um, uh, 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 police chase, and this fool want to go on Facebook or somewhere and explain to everybody they're chasing him because there's a report that he had this in the car. 
motherfucker, we know that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but there's always the dumb friend in the group because they finally know something and they want to explain it to everybody. We don't need to explain it. Everybody know that you know something. That is funny. Yeah, I know. I know something. Raise my <laughs> hand. I know something. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't know shit, but I know something and right I'm now. Gonna, oh, y'all already And know I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, I'm telling everybody. <laughs> I'm going to Facebook and let everybody know. It's like, I mean, I hate that shit. I mean, this a lot of it's on Facebook. You know what? I go on Facebook. I'm just having a good time. But I don't see those people on there want to argue with everybody. People didn't even know they're on there arguing with. Fuck them. Don't even waste your time arguing. Yes, don't entertain. Especially arguing with, with foolishness. With fool. That's yeah. just a waste. That's a waste of your brain power. It's a waste. Yeah, you're, not, you're not changing that Trump fans. Yep. That Trump lover follower. Mind. You're arguing with a rock. Don't even waste your time. It's a rock. You're arguing yeah. with a rock. That's just what I don't have time for that. I used to go on there. We used to always go on there. Everybody having a good time. Now, now everybody on there looking. People they don't even know, and that's that's a bad thing because they don't really know each other. So they talking big shit back and forth. You know, everybody's a, a internet gangster now. I show a lot of them people typing that shit wouldn't say shit if you were standing right sure in front will. of them. They can, they can <laughs> be super. They can be big and brave behind that computer. Or behind their phone, wherever they are. Yeah. Talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like like on the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Never mind the man behind the curtain. That's how they are. Just pulling the curtain back. Never mind the dumbass, <laughs> dumbass behind the keyboard. Exactly. It's like just pay attention to the big graphics, the big wizard face. That's who you that's who you're yeah. afraid of. The words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> They used to go on there, post a picture. Now they just go on there looking for arguments. They, they read an article they agree with. They want to put that on there and argue with everybody else that don't. Or, you know, somebody want to put something uh, and then the next person got to come on there. Well, yeah, but what about this? Yeah. Man, I just, you know what? I, I'm just going there talking some shit, having fun. And then and, 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 uh, somebody one time said, oh, your page was boring. I'm like, well, fuck you. Don't look at it. <laughs> and it's not your job. It's not your job to entertain people on a daily basis. Okay. Nah, nah. That's you looking for. I mean, I could, but I'm not gonna do yeah. it. I mean, you can do it sometimes. Sometimes. Yep. You you had that one friend that's always talking about. Did you see what I put on Facebook? <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm not on there all day yeah, like you. Some of them are on, like first thing in the morning. Did you see? You know, so and so said. It's like you know what? I, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. No, I didn't. Oh, oh, you you put anything you put breakfast? I think that's something I hate when people always post what they're eating. That bothers me. Yeah, I can't give a shit. You know, but I, I don't mind if I, like I know a lady, she's I mean, a chef, a and I don't mind if she, yeah. yeah, and she posts like a special dish she made or something. That's different, but some fool wanna uh, eating a Wendy's hamburger. Ooh. Who give a fuck? I've been to but Wendy's. Some people are posting stuff that looks really nasty, and I'm like, do you really think that looks appetizing? Like, Look, I made this, and they have it like on a paper plate, <laughs> and it's, and you're looking at it like, why are you posting this? Oh, look at my thing I made. It looked terrible, and all you and you don't even you can't even like it. You can't do anything. You just look at it and keep going because it's terrible. Ugh. Some people yeah. think they're doing something. I mean, <laughs> and don't even waste your time telling them it's nasty. They they pretty much know that shit's nasty. Because they, they you know what I know what what I seen a lot. Well, what I learned in my experience because I, I call them, I consider myself a pretty honest person. I don't go around. You're never gonna. I don't think anybody ever got off the phone and said Walter was just bullshitting and trying to get by. No. You got off the phone mad because I told you Absolutely. the truth. And, and the thing I see that people hate more, they hate the person that had to tell them the truth more than they hate a person that had to tell them a lie. So if I came and lied to your face and you found out I was lying, you wouldn't be as mad as 
if I came and told you straight up to your face, you know, that, that shirt you have on makes you look fat. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Unless I'm a guy, yeah. you know. But if you said, hey, uh, what do you think about this? How I look in there? You know, what do you think about this hat? And I said, man, you look like a fucking idiot in that hat. They'd be madder at me than, than if I came up and lied and said, oh, you look pretty cool. Then you go someplace and, and everybody laugh and you say, man, Walter told me I look pretty cool. You wouldn't be as mad as you would be for me saying you look like a fucking idiot. I, I don't feel I it. know. They prefer a lie. Because people just want to hear, they just want to hear what they want to hear, which is, which is terrible. But that's all they want to hear. Yeah. That's how the side booty episodes were. You know, a lot of, a lot of girls just want to hear. Mm -hmm. Guys, they just want to hear. They, you know, they know they're the side booty, but they just want to hear. Yep. You know that they're more than that, and they, they go in their mind and make trying to justify, justify. you know, giving up the ass. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. And I had nothing against them. You know, no, no. I mean, do what you do. <laughs> you, you like it? I love it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're right about people wanting to hear stuff. Good. It's like with people that go to the uh um. Back in the day, what was that bitch that Miss Cleo? Oh, yeah, uh, Miss Cleo, the psychic, the lady from, from yeah, the from psychic New type York by way of Jamaica, wherever she's supposed to be from. Yeah, yeah. It probably grew up over there on in Chicago yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, if you if you had like a Jamaican or island accent, they thought you were better psychic yeah. for some and reason. Everybody can but, imitate that, so that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I'm on, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> Miss Cleo, coming to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and people, people like those psychics and keep paying money because they always tell them good shit. They never tell them, "Hey, you're gonna be man." I got some bad news. You about to get fucked up. No, no, it's always some good stuff. <laughs> they never say, "Man, you're gonna be broke." That shit, that stupid business ain't gonna ain't gonna work. No, nah, they like the psychic because he tell them that's like my brother. This fool one time was bragging about him and his wife went to see the psychic and she said they were gonna. He making big money in a couple of years and blah 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 and he got all this good stuff coming for him and what? and uh yeah and then he said I was like man that's bullshit he's like no nah, bullshit that lady's true she told us she said somebody in Maryland that's his wife in Maryland's family is sick and then uh and he said true enough Maryland has a cousin that's sick I'm like Paul any fucking family somebody sick at some time <laughs> How far back you want to go with this family? Second cousin, oh, third, you know. That's yeah. Everybody, everybody has somebody is sick, and then if you're a cousin, you think that money's coming to you? I don't understand. <laughs> how, is, how is that supposed to affect you if that cousin is sick? They pass. No, he didn't say that the money. He wasn't saying that the money would. Uh, he would get the money because that person was sick. He was trying to validate the oh, lady. He was just saying that he knew who she. That he had a connection with her. Oh, I thought he was saying that if the person got sick. You were going to inherit something. I was like, how's that? Work? Oh no, I might. I might have made it seem like that <laughs> if I did. My no, but no, I'm. He was trying to justify her because when I said she's full of shit, he was trying to justify how <laughs> how good she was because she predicted that somebody in his or you know. I don't get. I mean, is it predicting or whatever? What they call it with psyche in it? You know. I don't know. They have they have a vision because my thing is, you know, if I had an allergy moment yesterday, does that mean that you know I was had the sniffles? Does that mean I'm sick? That can happen to anybody. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that, that ain't no good guess saying it. That'd be like saying she said that. Uh, I know she's real because she said that a friend of mine has a tree and there's leaves on the ground. <laughs> well, I'm pretty fucking sure they fell on the ground. And you would be absolutely <laughs> correct. 
and that is not enough. Yeah. What a man, I went out on a limb on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I went out on a limb. Oh, the puns. <laughs> That's pretty good. Though. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can talk about rants and shit I hate all day long, but uh anything you, you want to rant about no, or I hate I have, get off your face. I have three. Can I say my three? Go ahead. The first one yeah, go is ahead. I hate. I have, you know, I don't know if it's the teacher in me or just, you know, whatever, but I hate when people make up words. Like words like conversate bother me up the game. Conversate. Conversate. Oh, when they pull a Don King and just make up words because Don King didn't say shit. I didn't know if he made up the word or not. But people take it like I think I think it was um Notorious B.I.G. may have first time in a rap said conversate and it's like it's converse. It bothers me so much. <laughs> They'll just say conversate, you know, it just and they and they think there's, you know, we were just conversating and did it. And that bothers me so much because I'm like, that's not a word. That's not a word. But, you know, at this point, it seems like the dictionary is taking all kind of words that weren't words and all of a sudden make it an official word. So who knows? By now, conversate might be in the in the dictionary as a verb. <laughs> But yeah. but that's that's one of my major ones. Another one is when I'm driving and people don't use their turn signal and they expect me to know what they're about to do. Oh, yeah. I hate so that. Much, or oh. they're right in front of you and it's no turn lane. And all of a sudden they put their left turn signal and you're like right there at the intersection and they decide to let you know they're going to make a left turn. I get so pissed off. It's like you got to wait. You got to wait. And you got to wait till and then you're stuck. I hate the asshole who. Let's say you're going driving down the street and they're coming. Like, say you're driving west and they're driving south and they decide they want to turn right on that red light. Yeah. You got the green light. They can come up there and just make that right turn. Man, that pisses me off so bad. I got a boy. Yes. I wish I was driving a tank and I could just ram into this shit. I know. I know. My, I used to, my, uh, my son used to say, I wish we had a plow on the front of the car just to, to knock some people off the road, just push them out of the way. Because yeah, me too. Just all of a sudden, put a plow on the front. But yeah, I, I get I get pissed off when people don't don't let me know. Like I'm supposed to know. Oh, I was about to make a left turn, or I was thinking about getting over, or maybe I was. You know, it's like how am I supposed to know what you're going to do? That's why you're supposed to use the blinker or turn signal, whatever you want to call it. That's why, or hand signal. Shoot, these kids don't even know hand signals. We had to learn all those hand signals when we learned how to drive. You know, the up in the air. I, you know? Yeah, speaking of those hand signals, you know Derek Huckabee, right? Yes. Uh huh. This fool went to take his driver's test, and uh, he gets in the car with the uh, the, the instructor. Mm -hmm. You know, his dad is there. He and his brother are twins, so I think they went the same day. So brother doesn't, you know, passes. Derek gets in the car with the driving guy at Inglewood, mm -hmm. and then they pull forward. And then in Inglewood, they'd have you go full, you know, and then they have you back up, and then then you go do the test. So the guy, they pull up. Mm -hmm. Then they back up. Then they park the car. The guy gets out. And then Derek's getting out. And he said, Derek failed. And Derek's dad's like, what happened that fast? What happened? He said the guy asked him, like they used to do all the time, did he know the hand signals? Derek told him, what I need to know that for? This car got blinkers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> failed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, that is, and that's, I remember us having to learn that. And you had to sit there and you had to show them what was right, what was left, yeah. what was slow down. Right, left, slow down. Oh, my God. Our was. That is. Now you only signal, hand signals they use is the finger. <laughs> that's the one that they all know. Everybody knows how to use that one. <laughs> exactly. 
And they definitely do that one on a regular basis. Oh my god. Yeah, they use that one in the blinker. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, I have I have one more. And then and that, yeah, my my last rant is well, you know I have twins, right? And mm-hmm. so um people like to say, Well, my kids, you know, I it's just like having twins. My kids were close together. And that bothers me so much because they like say, well, my kids are 12 months apart. So that's just like having twins. It's like, no, it's not. It's not just like having twins. You do not have two children in you at the same time. You do not have two children with the same needs. When both of those kids are learning how to walk at the same time, both of those kids are learning how to eat. Both of those kids are crying, sleeping, everything at the same time. So there is no way. And they're always going to say, are you witch at the same time? One might sleep and wake up, cry and wake up the other one. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. At least you could, if you have them spread out, one of them is learning, you know, taking a nap while you're trying to teach the other one what to do. But you have two have the same needs at the same time. And people always want to say, oh, it's just just like, you know, just like, just like having twins. No, it's not. And it's like, so stack people always here. People always know what it's just like that don't have, you know, like. (laughs) Yes. yes. I heard a dumbass lady talking about Somebody told her that the COVID was just like her friend had a, a hangover. That worse. It's just like a hangover, a bad hangover. He had hangovers worse than that. No, it fucking ain't. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's true though. They always want to. It's just like this. It's just like that. And they've never even experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. That. It's like a. It, it's like some white guy talking about. Oh, it's just like that where I grew up. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah, you weren't dealing with fools on that Manchester bus. You sure weren't. That's what, oh, when people thought, oh, I, I rode the bus before. Oh no, you were on the San Monica bus on the big blue bus going somewhere. I was on the eight thirty two going down Manchester. Yeah, Once you got Inglewood and going east, oh. once you got Westchester, it was trouble all the way through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Going west, once you got to Inglewood, forget it. Yeah, yes, because you had to put your gold inside your shirt. Yeah, you had to, you, had to, you know, sit and huddle up, just cover up, cover yourself up, hoping they didn't see your little gold chain or something because they would snatch it off your neck or cover up your sleeves so it wouldn't take your watch off. You know, crazy. Yeah, don't 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 answer if somebody asks you what time you is. See, it? I, I don't you know. You say I don't know exactly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and some fool would always say, Let me "Yeah, see. somebody." Pull that shirt up and show them. It's about nice new digital watch that you have. Yeah, for Chris, your little swatch is gone now. It's gone, snatched off, and they have hopped off the bus, or they would hop on the back door when you're in the back, and then come and take everybody's stuff, and then hop back off the back door. You know, life in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Any other any, any other rants? No, I would. I think you covered some of my other rants in previous rants in previous um, in previous podcasts. Yes, so you know, spelling and grammar are you know some of my issues, but you've covered those. So, well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about high school. You know, like like um, okay. you know, like the popular kids and then the shy kids. What you which group? I mean, I know the answer, but which group would you say you were in in was, high school? I was in the shy group. I didn't talk. Most people didn't really, you know, I was in the band. Now, within the band group, we all thought we were cool in our own way, but we weren't. But uh, the music people, but I know I wasn't in the popular group. And it was very evident when um, I think I was on the I was on the committee for our 10 year reunion. And I would I would happen to call people and, you know, tell them about what's going on. 
And I remember calling and somebody said, oh, that's so nice. You're helping out our class reunion. Um, what year were you in? And I'd already told them my name. And I was like, I was in your class. I was in your homeroom for four years. Yeah. You know, so people just didn't really know me. I was, I was a shy group very much. So the quiet ones, the nerdy ones. What was the instrument you played? I played the flute and I played, well, my main instrument was the piano. So a lot of people probably don't know. I accompanied a lot of people like in talent shows and all that kind of stuff. I was behind the piano. You didn't normally see me, but I played the flute in the band. And I also played the glockenspiel. That's the The nerdiest group, nerdiest instrument, the glockenspiel, otherwise known as the bells that you just like a xylophone, you hold up in your, in your hand and you play with the mallet. Yeah, I, I never heard of that fucking instrument. You sure that's a, some the legit instrument? The, the Glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a xylophone, but you hold it and you hit it with a um, you know, you hit it with a um, a mallet. But it's like a xylophone you hold in your hand. But yeah, I played the Glockenspiel. I used to play, I was in the basketball band. I was in the marching band. I was in the concert band. I was in the stage band. So I played flute, piano, and Glockenspiel. Bell. They make up that song on Wonder Rama. They be like, finger, 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 something like that. A wackadoo, wackadoo. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of that shit. You, that, that, I'll take your word for it. If yeah, I, yeah. I know that I look it up on the internet, but I don't. <laughs> trust me, trust me. It is, it is an instrument. But you I call it again? The, the Glockenspiel. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> is it German or is it, what? What is it? The the bells. It's just a bells. It's Glock. It's like Glock, like a gun. Glock. Let's call it the fucking bells. Yeah, the bells. But I was yeah, trying said, to be. Trying you to said, be yeah, well, uh, we damn sure didn't. You were not walking through the at halftime of the football game pushing no damn piano. So you know, no, you know that. No, so I was carrying. I was uh, for the first two years I was playing the flute and the last two years I was playing the glockenspiel because the one guy who played the glockenspiel graduated so they handed it off to me. Because <laughs> you know, Bernard's Bern- band was so big. Yeah. <laughs> glockenspiel legacy going on at this. I tell you, I don't know who I passed it down to. I don't know who carried on my legacy, but you know. <laughs> probably probably people that might listen to this going to say, we had a band? <laughs> That's right. I'm going to be enlightening them about High school um, in the 1980s at St. Bernard. What? What? How many people were in that band? Like five of y'all? <laughs> at one point, there were probably about 30 to 40 of us, maybe at the most. Oh no shit! Yeah, we used to have little halftime shows. Had little, little, um, like formations and stuff on the football field. wasn't nobody paying attention to us, but we were out there doing stuff. You know, everybody else was going to get chili Fritos and everything else. Nobody was listening to us. You know, we had a drill team. We had, um, yeah, the drill team. Those girls used to wear those, um, those high white boots, and they had like gloves. I mean, yeah, we had, yeah. We used to do stuff. Had pep squad. We had a whole, you know. I think we had. Did we have any baton twirlers? I don't know. And I know Trent was the uh, drum major. You know, we were there. We had. Oh, he was the drum line. With no, he was the drum major. He had the. <laughs> <laughs> he had the tall hat. You know. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so for those people who did not know the life of the the nerdy music people, that's we were those were our our wonderful days, our glory days of being in the band, St. Bernard's. <laughs> okay. Now the uh <laughs> now speak, you say you would have been in that shy group, but then uh 
you know, he noticed like the people that were in the shy group and then now they're like popular and the people that were so popular, like, you know, nobody paying no attention, but not all of them. I'm just saying it, it, it's funny how it flipped. It, <laughs> it is. It is funny. Cause have you, have you heard of that? Um, there's like a, an icebreaker called like you do um, two truths and a lie or something. Like you, you say something and then you say two things that are true and one thing's that a lie and the people have to I always see white people playing that in a movie. Well, we, we played it one time at like our staff meeting. And so I said, I think I gave one, two things. And one thing I said was, my lie was I was voted most popular in high school. And everybody's like, that's the truth. Cause I know she was, and I was like, I was, when I told her it wasn't, I said, no, you don't understand. That is not the, that's the lie. Oh, it couldn't be because you know, I said, I said, most people in my class, unless they looked at the little picture that they made us wear for the reunions, they would have to look at the picture and say, oh yeah, I remember you. Oh yeah, proof that you graduated with them. You know, but uh, but yeah, no. Um, most people that most people don't remember me. I mean, I can't say most people, but a lot of people. I can't say that the black people. I think a lot of them remember me, but um, yeah. You know, I some people. I just I wasn't in the. I observed a lot of people. I knew who everybody was, but a lot of people didn't really know me. I didn't hang around with a lot of different people. But you, Walter, you you hung around me. You were you were my yeah. Friend. I hung around people. I came yeah. to the school. I see you all in the in you and Siva or so, whoever is sitting in there in the hallway. I just sit down and kick it. I didn't you know. I didn't, yes. Yeah. But you're friends with everybody, which is yeah, I'm friends with everybody, pretty much. I mean, unless I, you know, maybe after a fight or so, maybe I wasn't a friend no more. But you know, <laughs> some people take an ass whooping differently, and they go. Oh, but, <laughs> yeah. No, you were. Yeah, I I think that um you know some people, for some people high school was like their, that was the highlight of their life. Yeah, that, 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 was, that wasn't that for me. You know, it was something I did, but it wasn't like all my memories stem from from you know, because I think there was I remember one guy, I saw him later. I ended up teaching one of his kids, and he was like telling me about the baseball team winning some championship, and I was like, I never went to a baseball game ever. Baseball team from St. Bernard's one time? St. Bernard's. He was like, remember we went to the city? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't remember that. I never <laughs> went to a baseball game. Or a before, game. before 81? I mean, 81 and... In, in, our, in our class, during we, while we were there, yes. Talking oh. about winning some kind of championship. And I said, okay, no. So that was, to him, that was like a big deal. So I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you remember that. I, have I no had a big fight on that baseball field. That's all I remember. <laughs> you had a fight <laughs> with your ex, with your with Wolverine. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You said Wolverine. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. your X Man. <laughs> you so serious. <stupid. laughs> yeah, we. Uh, me so and Paul stupid. and uh, me and Paul Wolverine and his brother. And then, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is funny. Yeah, I know you, I saw I that know you won. The teachers. But, but you won, right? I know you did. Oh yeah, yeah, we won. I know you did. I know you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was two, I think I was two and zero oh at St. Burns. <laughs> two and zero. Oh? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you. You probably did. Were there any KOs or just you know you just no, no. you just, just ass whippings? You know, like you like you punch them so many times you had that class ring on, and I still had to cut. Or the scar where the ring was cutting me on my finger. Oh my gosh! Well, good, a bunch of good ones on that one. Then uh, another time with that uh, this clown Bart. Was his name Bart Juarez or 
whatever his fuck his name was. Oh, yeah. Him in the hallway. But that was that was about it. Only thing I remember that, about that one, I mean, of course, besides winning, is uh <laughs> some poor girl, I don't know who it was, but somehow her hair was all over me after that, you know, because we we were all on top of her. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I'm like, where did the hair come from? Well, whoever that girl was. Some girl was, might have went home bald. <laughs> Just got caught in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, you better learn to move. You can tell she didn't grow up in South Central. She didn't have we her got, head on the middle. We got a bob and weave. Don't they know we go away from fights? We don't just get in close and get in the mix. We, we yeah. Uh-uh. If you ain't in it, leave. Back up. You know Exactly. Back way up because you will get caught in a whole bunch of stuff. And fights don't just happen. You you got to hear the talking first. You hear the loud mouth and the, everybody gather around making noise. You, that not a signal. So her spidey senses wasn't working on that, that day, I guess. And she didn't have any spidey senses, evidently. Shoot. Nah, she wasn't from the hood. <laughs> she couldn't have been. Because nah. nah. we, we go into automatic. We know automatic pilot. We know exactly what to do. You know when to duck. Yeah, you know when to run. She never took a bus. <laughs> Oh my god! She never had to wait at a bus stop. Never did. Never did. Mm-mm. And had the only bus she probably it. waited on was like the one for a field trip. <laughs> the one that you came know? at the parking lot. The one that came onto the parking lot of the school, and you just got on it. No, yeah. not the specials that came up in front of the school. The hey, so yes. When you left, when you left St. Bernard's, okay, you mm-hmm. real shy and everything, and you left and you went away to college. At first, you went to LSU, right? I did. I went to LSU first, and I was in the band there too. Were you? <laughs> I was in the band. <laughs> it's funny. I was in the band there for two years. Did you um, play there? Did you play real instruments or that uh, made up one? <laughs> I played the flute. I played. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> so funny with that made up one. Um, I played the flute, and I was there for two years. Well, almost two years. A little, little more than two years. Um, and then you, I got sick. Up, you got, I got sick. You got sick as a freshman and didn't tell me. I know, I know. I got sick fooling around with that band. You know, just going everywhere, not getting the right amount of sleep, being away from home, just staying up late, not sleeping, and um, just basically not taking care of yourself. I ended up catching pneumonia, really bad case of it, and um, ended up staying home for a semester. I had I got pneumonia twice when I was a little kid. Uh, you you had the what? Pneumonia twice when I was a little kid. I was in the hospital all times, like one of those little plastic tents, like the boy in a bubble and shit. I was oh in the, but I mean in the bed and not walking around in the plastic tent. They had like mm-hmm. plastic no, I know what bed. you're talking about. And then they bring in this yeah. thing for me to blow on or I don't make know. the ball make the ball go up and all that. Yeah, some disgusting shit they had me doing. I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> Bring me yeah, some connect, was, some dot to dot, so I can have something to do in here. Something, some highlights magazine, something you need to do, right? Yeah, what no okay. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I was in the hospital for like three weeks too, but um, so I came back. So basically, I spent two years at LSU, which was a PWI or predominantly white institution, as they call it now. Oh, and, you know what? Uh, I was going to ask you what 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 they call like a, a regular, not regular, but a. A different college from a HBCU. Yeah, they call them PWIs. Um, predominantly white. I was going to say PYT. I know it's what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> PWT. I mean PWT. I know it's like no, it's close to it. Just but uh, but no. Yeah. But it was just one of those. Um, I realized that after a while, 
you know, we were probably 2% black of the whole school population. And it was like a UCLA back then. 90% the football team. Oh, yeah. The only blacks there there were on the football team. And if you weren't, you know. Yeah. um, Yeah. Football and basketball. Any sports, track, all that kind of stuff. But they really weren't. It took me a while before, you know, I brought back that first semester of an awful grade point average. And my mother said, I could get that grade point average right here in Los Angeles going to El Camino. So why was I so so I had to kind of pull myself out of that ditch. And then, <laughs> and I was because I was determined I was not going to come back here. I I'm paying for this. I, I was like, oh, Lord. So I, That's I when El Camino was free. That's when JC's were free in California. So, yeah, she wouldn't even have to pay for that. Yeah, because you're like, you don't have to pay. You have to pay a plane ticket, nothing for me to get nah. that GPA. It used so, to be but, you know, but I think now it's, I think it's back to, I don't know if it's completely free, but it's really cheap. Oh, is residence. it? Yeah, it's really cheap. Oh, okay, cheap. yeah. I remember when all we had to pay for maybe were the books, but I was poor, so even the books were free. I mean, oh. I money to buy them. They weren't free. Yeah. Get the little, it wasn't a loan. It was like a little Pell Grant. You could just... Yeah, because yeah, I think now they're making it where they can, Um, I think community colleges are on the, you don't have to pay for them, I think. As long as that, or that, that was something that was on the ballot or something. I yeah, I, remember, I didn't pay attention to because I like this shit don't doesn't like, apply to you. Your kids are done, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm done with that. I get it. That's like that's like twice they had on the ballot making the porn stars, porn people wear condoms. I'm like, wait a minute. They ain't got shit else to argue about? Then ruining a porno for me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you wait for them to put that yeah. I'm like, come on, well, yeah, go vote on something else. It, it lost both times. I'm like, who who argued this, and then who brought it back up? That's they watching that much porn is bothering them that much. <laughs> you know? They were they were trying to protect the porn stars or something. They yeah, were getting, they were getting... porn hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, yeah. so. So you came back from LSU, and then what, what yeah. made you decide to go to a HBCU? Um, I did not. I couldn't foresee graduation any time in the near future. Like, whenever someone would say, you know, when are you going to graduate? Uh, if I don't drop this class, if I don't withdraw from that class, and if I, you know, if I pass that class. You know, I was in the South. They were not trying to see that Black children, all they wanted to be able to say was, look at all the Blacks we admitted they don't care about the blacks that graduated. They just want to be able to put on their books that we let all these blacks in, but guess what? They couldn't cut it. And it was, it was very, I mean, I was down there in the South seeing rebel flags. I was called N word, you know, you going, we in the band, we would go and tour, like go to other schools. And I remember going to Ole Miss and those people were throwing glass back when the soda bottles were all glass. They were throwing like Jack Daniels bottles at us and all kinds of stuff in the band. And they were Damn. calling us all kind of, you know, people were getting hit. It was just, it was terrible. It was very, um, and people didn't think that happened in, in the 80s. It's like, no, yeah, it did happen in the 80s. But said all that to say that they really weren't trying to see black people succeed. So after a while, I think I'd gone um, summer school and some guys in my apartment building were Southern. They were going to Southern. And so they were just talking about it. They're like, why are you at LSU? I was like, you know. My family's down here, family from Louisiana. You know, I wanted to be away from home. And that was my main reason, being away from home, but near family. And they said, you ever thought about going to Southern? Now, Walter, my mother went to Southern. Really? She graduated from Southern. My mother never talked about, you should go to Southern University. My dad went to an HBCU. 
he mentioned he went to Philander Smith in Arkansas. He talked about when I was getting ready to apply. That's when he started talking about HBCUs. But at that point, I was like, you guys have never talked about black college to me my whole life. And now uh, six months before graduation, you're talking about black college. So I didn't see any purpose in it at that time. But these guys I talked to said, you know, well, you should, you know, you should think about it. You should think about it. And they basically convinced me. And I called my dad to tell him I was thinking about transferring. And, you know, this is how black people network. Next thing I know, this was like July. The next thing I know, in August, I was enrolled in Southern, had housing, and had a full full load of classes in a month and had a place to live because his old roommate was the something or other at Southern. And he called him up and he said, give me your information. Sure, I'll get her in. He didn't do that for two years. Huh? It took Pops two years to do that. He, you know, it was it was crazy because my dad, you know, he wasn't happy that I was at LSU, but he didn't have any other option. You know, it's just like control situation. So once I decided I was going to go to a black college, oh, you know, he was a happy, he was happy as a clam. So he called his buddy up and I was there and that was the best decision I could have ever made. I mean, I saw both sides because I saw the PWI side and HBCU side. I had never had a black teacher until I went to an HBCU. Now, there may have been like three or two black teachers at Burners. I never had any of them. Maybe the coach or something. I never had any of them. But I didn't have a black teacher until I went to an HBCU. And that was the first time since I've been in college when... We didn't have any black nuns at the high, at the Catholic schools either. So. Sure, sure didn't. Sure uh-huh. didn't. So, you know, I, you know, so I guess when I got, when I got to um, Southern and they actually, the teacher called me by name. That was something I wasn't used to. You know, you had LSU when you have a classroom full of 300 people. The teacher didn't know you. You just sat back there. It didn't even matter. That teacher said, Miss Waters, and asked me about what I was supposed to have read the night before, which I hadn't read. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness. They're, they're really just like in your face. And they were they had those teachers had a vested interest in seeing black children succeed. And I think that's what made a major difference. And that's when I started you know, realizing I had to be accountable. And then I would see them years later and they still remembered me. After I graduated, teachers would call the house. They wanted to know what I was doing. They were just checking on their graduates to see what they were doing with their lives. You know, so it's it was just a completely different, I can't even tell you the names of professors I had at LSU. I don't know any of their names, but I can tell you a bunch of names from Southern. So it was and, just, a, it was very good for me. And it's kind of funny because it's like um, after after you start going there and then you came home and like, we go to the movies and like, uh, and, uh, I wasn't trying to get none. We would just go to the movies. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Colin or whoever getting mad. I wasn't trying to get, we go. So remember we went saw, uh, uh, like those, we go see those stupid ass, um, police academies and yes, go yes. to Redondo Beach Pier. And- yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Where we- but, uh, you, it was like, you came out of a shell. Like it was like, Two different people, like the one, the shy girl from St. Bernard's, and then, and then, and then the Shalinda from Southern is like two different people. I felt like two different people. It was, it was like I went down there, and I guess I went down there, and nobody had any expectation of me. Nobody knew that I was from Inglewood, or you know, it was just I was just I could be me, and I didn't have to worry about any anybody having a a, a preconceived notion of who they thought I was supposed to be or anything. It was just, it was refreshing. I was able to go down there and just make my own friends, decide who I wanted to hang around. And I think 
I don't know. I just uh, got a little more confidence. And you score, I was 16 when I graduated from Burnage. Remember that? I was young. So I went away and I was 16, which was crazy. So I had to kind of grow up kind of fast. But it was. Uh, when is your birthday? September? September. So I turned 17, like during my freshman year. Damn, so, what? Uh, how many grades did you skip? Just, just one, one. But, but it would have been, I would have been right on time. You know, if I had been class of 82, I would have turned you know, um, 18, like I would have turned 17, like during our senior year, but yeah. I turned 17 during my freshman year in college, which was, I was 17. Weird. I went, when I was 17. I went away to St. Bernard's, you know, I just switched schools. I couldn't imagine I'm <laughs> turning 17 and I'm going away to a different state. And yeah, I was, I was 16. I was still 16 when I got there and they actually, LSU did you have a license yet? Yeah, I had a driver's license. Okay. They had to give me they had to give me a different curfew in the dorm. I had to be in by by twelve midnight because they needed to know where I was because I was under eighteen. How crazy Damn. was that? Damn. But I had a, I had a good set of friends who were who were okay with coming back from the party to get me into the dorm by twelve o'clock. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, it was like, thank you, because I got to leave the party. You know, the party's still bumping, and I had to leave, and somebody would be you know ready to walk. They would walk me back, and they were okay with that. So I met some good people. But, uh, but yeah, I felt like I was kind of a, a different person. I came back and I was a lot more outspoken and yeah. Cause I came down, remember when I came, I came down to new Orleans one time and you had an apartment in, um, uh, um, yeah. you, you were in Southern then you were at Southern then. No, I was working. I was out. I was out of Southern at that point. I was working. Yeah. It was the summer. I just didn't remember. Oh, you yeah. had graduated. Oh. Yeah. I graduated already. Oh, okay. When I, living, when I was living in new Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It was different. I mean, I felt people um, when I came, came down back. With my life, badass cousin. What'd you say? I came down there with my badass cousin. Remember, she was. She said something about light skin, and remember, I don't know if you remember oh, that. I don't remember that, but she talked about light skin in New Orleans. No, she oh. was talking about like she was saying something like, like uh, I don't know what she said. She said something to you. I was. I don't know if I was there or something. It was my cousin. She was younger, and. Uh, mm -hmm. I came down there because she was. We, I used to call her bad news because every time they tell me something about something bad, and then so <laughs> they were they're like, and we had an uncle. He was in Slidell, so they're like, take Lisa down there, and would you mind? Because I was going to visit some people in New Orleans anyway, so I said, okay, I'll take her down there. But I remember we stopped by, and you had, and that was, and and I didn't know you had to dial one or something. Remember, I kept trying to call, and wherever he was. <laughs> I, <laughs> It was something like you had to, I didn't know you had to dial one. I was just dialing the number and it was, but anyway, when I came over there, <laughs> I brought her with me and then uh, she had said something to you, you know, like different between light skin. And did you, oh, let's get with that on, you know, at the HBCU did, was it a, was it light skin, dark skin thing there, big prevalent there, or was it just black? You know, um, there was, I don't really remember. Especially in Louisiana. Like yeah, I think, I think that would have been, more prevalent in um, in New Orleans, but however, at the um, at Southern, we had something called um, the Dancing Dolls. That's like our our dance, the ladies that dance with the band. Mm -hmm. And I remember because you know I grew up dancing, so when I transferred to Southern, I was like, maybe I can you know try for the Dancing Doll. And yeah, I give you credit for that. You you can dance. I never want to <laughs> if 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 we somewhere, I'm never gonna dance with you because I don't dance that well. And then you dance like. <laughs> better than the people on, in that long-haired hole on Soul Train. And, and uh, I'm like, <laughs> like nah, I'm going to be like, wait till it's crowded and a slow song, and I'm going to tell you, hey, don't go too fast. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I appreciate, thank you, Walter. 
but they told me they said oh you don't don't bother doing that because you're not you're not light enough like the dancing dolls had to be they these are the words they told me they said you're not light skinned enough and you're not you don't have big enough thighs and and butt those what i didn't have and that's what the criteria was for being on the dancing team who's taking these girls me this (laughs) the (laughs) band the band director who was infamous, his name was Doc Greggs. He was like the man director for, for decades. And he was as dark as anything. He was was he like Dr. Lee from uh, Drumline? <laughs> Get him with Flight <laughs> of the Bumblebee. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not, no, this man was just busy trying to pick the dancing dolls. I was like, stick to the band. Let the oh. dance people pick the dancing dolls. <laughs> yeah. But he was, he had, he got his pick. So, so that's the only time I really heard about um, light skin dark skin now when i lived in new orleans i have gone to parties where the women looked at you like how did you get in yeah it was in a certain i guess i didn't they i must have passed by the paper bag at the beginning the paper bag test i must have passed by that at the door and they're wondering somebody wasn't doing the job yeah i I slipped in yeah um, but yeah didn't i didn't really have it um didn't really have it that much and but then again i'm kind of like in between right so me too it was like i was i was too light to be too light to be uh, dark and too dark to be light. So it was kind of like, okay, I just kind of went with the flow. But yeah, I didn't have that too much, in, not, at least not as Southern. I think my friends who were at Xavier in New Orleans, they saw more of the the clash, you know, between light and dark. Yeah. I see that so much. And, and that's a damn shame. I Because me personally, I'm not discriminating on the shade of the booty. I'm, I, you just want- <laughs> yeah, I just want the booty. I'll take it all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, within reason. I'm not talking about. You can be as light as you want to be, but if you're ugly and four pounds, <laughs> no, I don't want any. <laughs> yeah, there, you do have some limits. Yeah, I, I do have that. some standards. <laughs> you know, I'm not discriminating on skin tone. I'm like, you know, that'd be like those back in the day when the East Coast West Coast rappers and the beefs and stuff. I'm, a, I wouldn't be. I'm not gonna give up half my audience over some stupid shit. I see, you know, the work yeah, you do discriminate with booty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do you, do you think like okay, let's say after you graduated and you would tell somebody, hey, I went to HBCU. Did they look down on you, or you know, like I'm just saying, like you in corporate America, and then you know, would you, you kind of get what I'm um, asking? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It's weird because when you, when black people heard I went to HBCU. So many black people that didn't always said, you know, you guys just come out with so much confidence. If I had it to it all over again, I sure would have tried. I wish I could have gone to HBCU. I hear that all the time from black people yeah. because they, they just say that they wish they would have. Um, but white people, a lot of them, unless I was in Louisiana, which is where I was when I was working in New Orleans, most of the white people don't even, I have to explain oh. what that is. Yeah. They're just like you know, southern, southern what? Yeah, southern university, <laughs> southern, southern Methodist. No, you know they're trying. It's like no, it's just southern university, and I have to explain, give them the whole history. Um, but, but yeah, in corporate America, wasn't they really? They weren't really impressed. Yeah, at least not with me. <laughs> at least not with <laughs> me. I know, I know, southern is known for their school of engineering, and so a lot of engineers, computer science people the companies would come down to Southern specifically. They still do just to get their engineers because their reputation is impeccable as far as their, you know, the engineers and stuff. But, you know, I was a marketing major. They're like, okay, dime a dozen. 
come on, you know, <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't stellar in that, in that regard. But yeah, in corporate America, it's starting to become now, you know, I think after, of course, after Spike Lee did his school days and now we have, you know, a VP went to an HBCU. Right. We're starting to get more recognition. And a VP ain't bad looking, you know, back in the day, I'd have, I'd have hit that. <laughs> I've, and I can imagine she definitely would have been your type. Yeah, I, 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 know I mean, I've done worse. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she would have been, she would have been at the time we were. Yeah, know? yeah. So I mean, she was right yeah. I mean, I wish you could have that one up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I tried. All right. Yeah, I get it to you. We we did help each other out when on that on that end. Uh, yes. I yes. would just say yes. who, and you would try, and then you tell me who, and I'd go tell them and. Usually we, you know, it was all up to us after that. But I remember one friend of yours. We won't mention the name, but you ever been on that date where the <laughs> you couldn't wait to? It seemed like well, I'm not saying I was the one, but I'm saying you ever been on that date where you just couldn't seem like you couldn't wait to get home? That's how these things. <laughs> was having a good time too. We, you know, we had fun. We went to Fridays and we saw some bus. But what we were in the marina. And I swear about it, when I got on the 90, and this, what is, what is it, like a two-minute drive to Slauson from the, you know, when you're, yes, yeah. she was getting, she ended up purse jiggling the keys, reaching for this, I'm like, damn, I ain't, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't Bundy, I ain't Bundy, <laughs> that was so funny to me, when you told me that, you said, oh my God, I was like, I don't know what to tell you, yeah, she was, she was fine, and she had a good time, but I don't know. She was fine, <laughs> or she might yes. still be, but yes. she. Mm. Yes, she is actually. Yeah. She is. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was. You always, you, you always make me laugh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's those were some fun times. Those were some fun times. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Good times back then. And, you know, I remember one time. I mean, this is high school, but I remember when you were talking about how you were seventeen and you decided to you know, come to, come to Burners. I remember you were the first person that I knew that had to register for the draft because you turned 18 in December. Yeah, I had to. Um, and you were telling me I had to register and I was just so. But it wasn't, I was like, it wasn't the bit. draft. It was like, the, uh, it was the, know, was um, or was what, it registered? To, what was it called? What was it you had to register for? No, you had to register. Military? It was, um, damn, what was it? All the, all the, every guy to turn 18 had to register for, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But it was like if yeah, if there like was going to be one, you had to register for it. I forget what it was called for the selected selected yeah. service. Something I don't know what it was called, but whatever it was, I'm calling it the draft. But it was like there was a chance. I was like, yeah. Ray, you does something crazy, <laughs> you know? I was just mad. And I was like, my friend's gonna have to go. I was so upset. And you told yeah, me, when you turn eighteen, yeah, 18, my birthday's in December, and I was in, in the mail when you turn eighteen. I don't know if they still have to do it. I don't remember my son having to sign up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember my son having to do that either. But I just remember that was I was so yeah, it was a, I was there so was a draft that you had to out. sign up. Yeah, yeah, I, that, <laughs> that that was a memory. But but all the other memories were always just fun. I remember um, this is a stupid memory, but I remember us. I think you came over to Siva's and we sat up and we were drinking a concoction. I remember you guys putting on like some <laughs> afros and dancing like the three degrees or some damn group. Oh, oh, we were we were in a um, we were in a 
it was Halloween and we went to a like a talent show lip sync thing and we yeah were, that's what it was we were bold soul sisters or something and then you didn't do karaoke at my retirement that was pretty funny I have a picture you know I didn't know a lot of those people I wasn't gonna get up and do that I was I was like let me just sit in the corner I don't want to be like who was Walter's friend from way back you went to just, you went to the P Y P W I than the uh no what was it called P yeah, you went to the PWI Shalindra instead of PWI. the HBCU Shalindra at that party. <laughs> I was sitting back. I was. I went back to the St. Bernard's. I was sitting back just observing people. I wasn't even PWI Shalindra. I was back. You got to get that. You got to get that Walter King. The the the, the, the thing <laughs> that just says. Yeah, you, know, you just say, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was just. It was just one of those. I said, let me sit back. And I remember it was cold because I remember I wanted to go outside and it was freezing and people were outside. I think they were smoking cigars or something. And I wanted to go outside because I wanted to see your pool or whatever. But um, I ended up just kind of staying in and eating and, you know, talking to a few people. But, yeah, no, I watched you guys do karaoke, which was funny. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah, there was, there was a and, and there was a parent in there that y- your daughters were like on volleyball and soccer together. So, oh, you yeah. Didn't know- yeah, so you knew you knew you knew Laura. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Look from um from Bernard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our, our girls are um our friends and still are. I used to her sister when I was in elementary school for a long, a long time. You said you what? I, I liked her sister. I had a crush on her sister. Oh, her, who's, okay. who's at the party with her? <laughs> I don't. I'm sure I've met her sister though. I'm sure, she was. She was, she was at the party. They were those those two were standing next to each other like twins, Siamese <laughs> twins. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I used yeah. to really like her sister when I was a little kid growing up. Wow, yeah, no do doubt. all those bad things, you know, like hit her with go on a trip to the snow, hit her in the ear with a snowball, you know, kind of shit that make you hate her, yeah. make her hate you. But you know, when you that meant you liked her when you were a boy, little boy, pulling on her pigtails and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you couldn't get away with today. Of course, then there would be abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe kicking you out the damn school now. You're like, oh no, she's harassing. That's sexual harassment. It's like, wait. So, well, what? Now you're a teacher, right? LAUSD. Yes, yes LAUSD. This is yeah, year, uh, this is year thirty two. Damn. I know. Well, how, damn. How's it? <laughs> he said that twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, my wife about a little more than that, or somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. No more than that, but uh. Yeah, but um, how 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 is this pandemic and teaching with you? How's this virtual learning and all that? I talk about a rant. I absolutely hate it. That is my ultimate hate. Is I hate virtual teaching. I hate. I don't. I hate when they call it distance learning because I don't know how much people are learning. I know it's. I'm doing pandemic teaching, and these kids are trying to be trying to attend during a crisis. There's no, there's very little learning going on. I guarantee you that. So calling it distance learning is just, it's just a lie. It's all of us just trying to make it. And I stare at Zoom all day long and everything that I used to think I knew how to do, this kind of teaching makes you feel just completely incompetent. I've been teaching, I can teach with a stick and some dirt, but I need to have some kids. This whole, you know, virtual thing with the you have the technical difficulty that happened every single day this past week I was kicked out of my zoom class so many times the kids just knew it was a routine I was like you know what's going to happen I feel like (laughs) you're starting to glitch 
what's the routine? Well, if you, if you, um, if you leave, then we just wait here and then we can go to work on our asynchronous work. And it's like, yeah, as long as you know what to do. I was kicked out for like an hour earlier this week and I just Dang. had to sit there and wait for So, and then I see kids who are, you know, they're either learning in a car seat. I see them with the seatbelt going across them or you see them in a closet or you see them, you can hear them. They're in a room with a whole bunch of other people or they're like shoved in a corner somewhere. These kids are going to learn all over the place. And then you think that that's supposed to be. um, And then they're talking about trying to have assessments like testing. You think that's going to be accurate? I have parents. I have some kids whose parents are sitting next to them all day long. I don't know what they do for a living, how they can sit next to the child all day long, (laughs) feeding them answers. I've had kids who I ask a question and guess what these (laughs) I'm going to say fools because they're so young. They don't even know what they're doing. They unmute. And I hear in the background, I hear them saying. Alexa, what is, <laughs> or, they've, or they've said, Siri, what is three times four? And I'm ready to jump through the doggone computer. <laughs> what? There's nobody in my class named Alexa. There's no one in room 11 named Siri. And you're, <laughs> and you're cheating. If you're asking them, you're supposed to know, you, you know, so these kids are, some kids are, the other day, a child was completely turned around, didn't realize that I was talking to him was watching the TV in the background, had his back turned to me, and I'm yelling at him, turn around. <laughs> He's watching <laughs> I TV. thought you were going to say, turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have kids who are watching, they're watching other things there. One little child unmuted, he didn't realize he was not muted, and he starts thanking all of his followers on TikTok in the middle <laughs> of my class. A little, what grade do you teach? Fourth. They're like Damn, nine years old. TikTok? And he was saying, and he was saying, and you know, when he, when you get when I get to five thousand followers, you know, thank you so much, and I love all of you, and I get to five thousand followers, and I can be, and I was calling his name, and the other kids were covering their mouths like, oops, oops, they were all looking, like, and they said, but Scott, he's making a TikTok, and I, oh, I called his mother immediately, and he, you know, it was just that's the kind of stuff going on. So, are they really learning? No, because they're doing a zillion other things. They're they're eating they're I used to think, you know, I say, if, if that happened back when I was little, I know we would have all been trying to learn, but then I don't, you know, like you were saying, I didn't think, you know, about like the person that's 20 other people in the house or the kid that mm-hmm. got to get in the car and go because he's seven years old. She can't leave him at the whole house by herself. Yeah. And they, they, they go to work with their parents. Sometimes yeah. You see like some of their parents are, are housekeepers. And so you see their parent in the back, like they're at the house where their where their mom works. And they're just right. sitting at a table or sometimes they're at the um, doctor's like office. This, yeah, the doctor's office or they're, you know, one child think her, her dad is a firefighter. So all of a sudden he, she's in the, in the firehouse, you know, you just see her in the office with him or, you know, it's. Uh, um, yeah, it's I didn't think kids, that. You know, some kids are in their rooms and their parents close the door and they trust that these nine year olds are doing what they're supposed to do. Not. They're not. Yeah. They one little girl, I will ask her a question, and if she didn't want to know, if she didn't want to answer the question, she just turned her camera off in my face, like whoop, and all of a sudden it was just black. And you know that just infuriated me, you know. Like, so, mm-hmm. so it's you know it's it's hard, and it's really I I really looked into retiring in November. I had my meeting, and I'm just like I really want to I want to retire because I know there's going to be a mass exodus of teachers from the profession after this year because it's. T- I'm up to one o'clock in the morning preparing for the next day. Most days it's crazy. So what, 
I always, always, always ask people in the, you know, education or, you know, teachers mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it in your field. But uh, and my wife gets mad when I say this, but um, do you, do you think the kids now are at LA or schools now, is, are they becoming pussyfied? Like uh, a, the education, of, you know, like they all, like the, like the kid that gets on a sports team and everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, and yes, yes, yes. Wife is, She's talking about when she was on the podcast, she's talking about, you know, they get this, if you do this and this, you get a, you know, an award for reading. And then the next week, somebody else can get it. I'm like, well, what if the kid that did really well the first week does really well the second week? Well, we give it to somebody else. Fuck that. Make the other ones fight harder. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with this. Everybody gets a trophy just for showing up. That bothers me mm-hmm. so much. And um, we have this little award that we give every week. And I've had parents asking me, what can I do? He wants to be, and I'm sitting here like, I'm just going down the list. I'm just going click, 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 click. Because, you get, you because get by the S's. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm, I'm trying to jump around. I'm trying to do boy, girl, boy, girl, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's like you don't understand that there's so much other things going on that, but these kids, for years, I've had a problem with the fact that kids would want, you know, um, the parents are like, are we going to give table points? And I would tell the parents the first day, I don't have time to take, keep track of table points. It, I'm not giving your child bells and whistles for doing what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to sit in the class and you're supposed to sit still and you're supposed to learn. Hold up. Hold up. And you're supposed to, mm-hmm. Hold up. What the fuck is a table, oh, table point? point? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking. Like some... They didn't have that at St. Cecilia's or St. Anselm. <laughs> no, they did not. But table points. Or like the kids, the yeah. tables would be in like a little pod. Like you might have three tables together with maybe six kids in the room instead of in rows. And so you might have table one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of teachers on their board will, they'll name those tables. Oh, that's the blue table, the red table, or they might call them different characters. And on the board, they'll say, oh, table, you know, blue table sitting nicely. There's one table point and they'll put a little uh, tally mark on the board. And, you know, it, oh, look at them. They all have their homework out. Ooh, you know, te- I don't get, I'm not keeping track of what you're supposed to do. But kids. What do you get if you might, got a lot of I table points? I don't know. Points. They would get to pick from the prize box or get to go out early for recess and all this kind of stuff. And Because oh. I'd be like, if I was in your class and they, they'd be like, well, we didn't get a table point today, Walter, because you didn't have your book out. I say, and we're not getting shit for it. I'd be, man, who give a fuck? I know. That's the, and for me, I didn't. And kids would try to keep track of that stuff. I think I tried it one time and I said, oh, I said, I'm not good at keeping track. I have to be consistent. And I have too many other things to teach, worrying about whether or not you're doing what you're supposed to do. And you're supposed to do your homework. You're supposed to have your stuff out. So, hey, all you're going to get from me is a thank you. And you better pat yourself on the back. Because at some point, I feel like these kids don't, they keep looking with their hand out for something to give them for doing what they're supposed to do. And that's why it bothers me with this whole giving everybody a trophy and giving everybody an award. An award for oh, giving everybody an A. I am no, I am the hatchet person. They know <laughs> I'm the one that they're like, but she's never <laughs> she's never gotten this grade before. Well, she's never been in this grade before. And she's never had me before. So so that's how we Right. Hey, how do you deal with somebody like like my cousin? She's she's the kind of parent that her kid comes mm-hmm. home with a bad grade. She's not mad at her kids. She's going down to the school and oh, yeah. jumping in the teacher's ass. So, I've had how do you deal with that parent? Come at me. And the number one thing I do is make a connection with them as a parent. 
and as a parent and as a parent of a child who's been in school. And then basically, if you can show evidence of why I always have, I can always back up my grades, evidence of why they received this grade. Most of the parents, they retreat back. They're like, oh, I didn't know he was doing this or I didn't know she was doing that. And it's like, yes. And here it is. And I have it all documented. And most of the time I've already contacted them. But they a lot of parents see it as a as a blow to their ego. And I've had to eat. I've, I've had to tell parents, mm-hmm. this is your child. Every child is a free thinker. So if you think that your child is going to be exactly the way you are, she's, that child is not your clone. I had a parent throw their report. No, that child didn't have exactly. the same mother and, and father I, and as you. The same experiences. <laughs> I've had parents. I had a, she was a friend of mine, I thought. And I was teaching her daughter. And at the report card time, I was saying she was struggling. And, you know, she, she tossed the report card back at me and said, this isn't my child. And she tossed it back at me and I tossed it back at her. And I said, no, this is not you, but this is your child. You know, you have to, you have to realize that people yeah. are like, you know, they, maybe they got all A's or something in school and, you know, there's no, no, you know, say for instance, a child's name is Smith. No Smiths ever receive, you know, lower than a this. It's like, no. Shit, some kings <laughs> have. <laughs> we, we we Smiths don't get you know, you know LAUSD has four three two one. We Smiths don't we don't we don't get yeah, yeah. we get fours. Well, you have to do fours to, for work to get fours. So, you know, each grade is harder to get the same grade you did the year before. So you have to work harder in the fourth grade than you did in the third grade. And you have to keep working harder each year. But yeah, I've, we've had difficult parents, but yeah. I this year I've had some difficult parents just virtually and I've had to bridge a gap and really just make a connection with them so they realize we're on the same team. I'm like, the goal is for your child to succeed. I'm not trying to fight with you, you know, but. Yeah, I've heard the parents upset because the teacher would tell me, you know, your kid's missing all these assignments and they, and instead of being mad at the kid mm-hmm. for not turning in the assignments, you're mad at the teacher. They'll try to make it like, well, she didn't tell me he was missing 10 mm-hmm. assignments until today. Well, maybe it didn't add up to 10 until fucking today. Or they, you know, I'm like, well, why, when are you going to tell me the part about where you went yeah. home and jumped in your kid's ass? You just tell me about the part where you went up to the school for no reason. That that makes a kid, that makes a kid like, he doesn't feel he has to do anything because his mother going to be right there to protect and the kids him. Will, matter and the kids will say to you, up. and I've had kids to say to you, you know, well, say to me, well, did you get the, did you get the email that my so-and-so sent you? And I had to, and I said, no, I did not. And it's not your business what emails go between grown people. I mean, that's the kind of thing because the parent <laughs> will tell the child that I'm sending an email. I'm sending an email to I'll your email that you know, and then the child thinks they have the one up on me. It's like no, no matter what you're saying, he's still nine, and as long as he lives, he's gonna call me Miss Scott. I will never be his e. It never be his <laughs> yeah. evil. So he better learn. There's a there's a friend of ours on uh, Facebook, and he was our eighth grade teacher, and we and that was 1977 we graduated. And whenever he comes on something and you see all of us, we still say, Mr. Stoopy. None of us <laughs> yeah, are saying, hey, John. Yeah. Because it's like, that's just, <laughs> yeah. that's just a respect. But I, I think a lot of parents don't, um, like, they want to be their kid's friend. I think that's the number one issue. They don't want a parent. They want they don't want to tell their children no. They don't want to give their kids consequences. They don't want to be mad, mad at them. Forbid they're mad at them. They're, they apologize to yeah. them and all that. So it's it's a it's a tough job. And I just wish that all these people who keep saying teachers are so valuable and they need to be paid like athletes. It's like, well, dog, it pay us like athletes. Shoot, if you think we're so important. Yeah. They say all that, all these people in the industry, 
you know, who's claimed that we're so important, but they don't, nobody's putting, nobody's saying, I'm going to give this donation to the school district to put in teacher salaries. Nobody does that. So. No. Exactly. When y'all get the hero pay. <laughs> we don't get any of it, <laughs> but I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to pass my room key off to somebody else. So whoever wants it, I'm ready to hand it out because I am tired. So if they said kids come back on Monday, well, I know it's a holiday, but I'm just saying just to say kids coming back on Monday, you would be happy with oh, that or you'd be like, uh. I wouldn't go back up there until. First of all, I need to be at the vaccine, first of all. And second of all, those kids right. in all my years of teaching, I've had kids, of course, had chicken pox come to my class. I've had, of course, you've had lice. That's the typical. I've had kids with scarlet fever. Unless you teach a bunch of black yeah, kids, you ain't got to worry about life. Other ethnicities with straight hair do. <laughs> but the, um, they were, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say with straight hair. Then we have the, um, I had scarlet fever come through my class before. You know, so it's like. That's some scarlet fever. That's some little house on the prairie hello. shit. Where they found. Little child came came her fingers were all peeling. And I'm taking her to the nurse. And they said, oh, that's, that's a sign of scarlet fever. What? So if you think that these kids are not already bringing every germ in the world to the school, you think they're not going to bring COVID? Oh, no, 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 no. And they're going in and out. And every weekend I'm asking, you know, what, how was your weekend? I went over to my cousin's house and we went here. We did that. And we went to the mall. Okay. So you just COVID, COVID, COVID all over the place. So, so I would have to, yeah. they would, they, maybe they were in school, but um, I would be in my house. Uh, they would look at me on a computer screen. Cause there's no way that I would go in. And if they, and if they have, if the <laughs> district said we are going to have a golden handshake for those of you who want to retire, we'll give you two years. I would be roller derby, not the T-Birds, but what was the other one on the roller derby? They had the, the they had the Texas Outlaws. Yeah, I would be one of those with crowbars. Knocking, I would yeah, the like Texas Outlaws. The... I would be like knocking people in their knees to try to get to the front of the line to get that retirement package. I guarantee I would not be a nice <laughs> T-Bird doing my roller derby stuff. I would be. But the, the T-Birds always they, came back and won at the end. I used to go down to the roller derby. We, we love that. We'd be calling <laughs> Richmond 9, 5171 all the time, getting our tickets. 5171. That was the number to the Olympic Auditorium. You went down there? You went to the Olympic <laughs> We went to the roller derby a bunch of times. Uh, my aunt even, uh, that badass cousin I was talking about, she even tried out for a minute. She was going to be a, a, a Thunderbird, but oh. she, she decided not to. Well, I guess one fall on the ass and she said enough of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shoot, I was watching that shit religious. Wrestling in the yes, roller derby, I, I thought too. it was real. I didn't know it was all awesome. I'd mean, be biting my nails. Come on, Big Johnny Johnson, do <laughs> something. What did we used to watch it on? Was, <laughs> was that Channel 52 or was that Channel 11? What were we used to watch? I oh, think 13? it was Channel 13. Okay. okay, I think you're right. Yeah, I was thinking it was Channel 52. <laughs> Oh, maybe it was Channel 5. It's Channel 5. The wrestling was on 13 or something, and one was on 5. But I know it was, I just know it was yep. Olympic Auditorium. And a couple of times they skated like in Long Beach. They go all over, but the main thing on Sundays, <laughs> they were at the Olympic <laughs> Auditorium. You could dial Richmond 95171 oh to God. get your tickets. Richmond, Richmond 9. These kids these days <laughs> wouldn't even know because I know my phone number was, was Plaza. Yeah. You know, the PL, PL7. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. These kids wouldn't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, Richmond nine five one seven. Yes, the roller derby. Yes, I would be knocking people down to get to the front of that line, just like one of the roller derby queens. Just saying. 
Yeah, they had they had the Shirley Mondani. She, I think she drowned in the pool. They had a uh, they had uh, that big lady. Remember, they came out oh. seven forty seven. I don't know how that lady could skate, but she was taking people out. Taking people out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that ain't that big lady can skate. I go out there right now, I'll probably break my ass. And the whole goal is that... to go around and around and around and not people out. Yeah, you had to put on. Well, you had to first. Uh, uh, the the outlaws would be on on first and then uh they put on the, the the scoring dude put on the helmet and everybody else in front and then they swing him around and whoever he passed on the other team oh, that, that, he'd that get a point thing they whip him around yes yeah whip around that, thing that's how they would get a point pass the other team okay and we used to sit there. yeah and then they call it off you know like do like grabbing it put the hands on the waist and that'd be calling <laughs> off the jam it would, yeah. <laughs> I'm and then, my <laughs> my memory. oh my gosh i'm picturing that so much and then uh, every time when the when the uh, Thunderbirds start coming back, they had um, Sam the Man Washington, and they spin him around. He'd always be on one leg, about like looking like he's about to fall. He never did, and he <laughs> had people up. <laughs> they had the ladies, and then the men would go, and then he had the black guy. Uh, was his name Johnny Johnson? He was that like is the so coach. Funny, but I'm picturing this so well. On our at first, I think we watched it on our black and white TV at my aunt's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did too. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Roller derby. And- yeah. And then we get the flyers out and turn the channel. <laughs> of, the, of the TV that was sitting on top of the other TV that didn't work. On top of the TV, yeah. The big console TV. You put your new TV on top of it. And, yeah. Top of that one. And <laughs> then you get the flyers. That was your remote control because you always broke that hand. Because you were trying to do it, do it too fast and you broke the handle. Yeah. Off, and you had the flyers. <laughs> And you had to, uh, and you were the remote. You had to keep getting up and change the station. Don't change it too fast. Don't change it too fast. Yeah. yeah. And if you want picture in picture, you would get two little TVs and put them on top of the console. <laughs> one on the game on channel four and one on the game on channel seven. Why did we never get rid of the bottom TV? That made no sense. Why? <laughs> I don't know. My mother had one. It was like in a case. I think she's, well, she lives with me now, but she, I, I think she might have had that in the house until she sold it piece of furniture you know a tv wasn't just it was had the wood yeah. around it and all kind of speakers and yeah and then the little then the big screen and yeah. two <laughs> they had two so if you look in the back trying to fix it that's when people used to they could repair yeah. repair tvs with the picture tube and stuff yeah that dude from sears would come out and fix it <laughs> or you take it to the or you take this Every guy in the corner who had a whole shop full of television Full of yeah. TV parts trying to put the broken. Never fake shit in that job. <laughs> Nobody stayed in business. Just go buy another TV once you couldn't, and he just stuck <laughs> with all the broken ones. Yes, that yeah. some funny days. Oh my gosh, our, our growing up. I'm glad we grew up when we did. I have to. Me say. too. I don't. I'm glad I didn't have to wear no helmet when I rode a bike. I still don't, but I'm glad no, I didn't have to. No knee pads, you know? <laughs> no wristband, wrist, whatever, wrist guards. These kids can't even move. They can't yeah. even move for uh, all that stuff. But, you know. Yeah, he looked like that Christmas story, Ralphie's little brother, when he, the mother put him in all those jackets and shit, and he couldn't hardly walk. That's how <laughs> exactly. they look they now. And trying to roller skate, they couldn't bend their knees. They couldn't bend their elbows. They couldn't, be, they just all like, like a big, um, Stormtrooper or something. They just look like something from a from a movie, a robot covered with all that. Yeah. Couldn't have made that movie roll bounce now. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. 
That's why Roll Bounce was so good. They exactly how with, did they have metal wheels? No, they didn't have metal wheels. Skates. They had- no, they had the no, they had the uh, were they were they were they plastic rubber? What, what were they? It was probably some cancer causing ingredient. Who knows? Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably some kind of formaldehyde something in there making that. that. Uh, unless all rats just get cancer, because <laughs> then it's like. <laughs> It's just in their genes. It causes <laughs> just in their genes. That is funny. Did you, when you were at the HBCU, did you go to a lot of those stepping oh, steps and oh, all? You know. I'm in a sorority, so I I did pledge when I was there. So yeah, no step shows were a major part of step shows. And um, is there any black woman that went to HBCU that didn't join a? Oh yeah. Oh, there's a whole sorority. bunch of them that didn't. There's a whole bunch of them that didn't because they because they didn't allow. Okay. I mean, I can't say they had a limit, so it wasn't like everybody who tried out, like like my line oh, had okay. 32 of us on our line, but I think about 200 people tried out. You know, tried to get on it. So I mean, there's you have to get one of those 32 spots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was 32 per year or 32, 32. No, the whole four years you were there. In the year I pledged, and then the, the year they hadn't had a line in in two years, so I, I pledged in '86. They hadn't had a line since '84, and the '84 line had probably 30 people. And then before that, so every year oh. they would have a line. They try to have a line every year if they can, but about 20, 20 to 30 oh, people, because okay. you know people graduate, so you want to keep the keep the um, the chapter going. But yeah, it's it's a it's a coveted spot, I have to say. You know, everybody wanted to be. So if somebody told you get to step and it meant something totally <laughs> Absolutely. different. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I step with my grad chapter here. I'm in the graduate chapter and I'm on the step. I haven't stepped in a, about a year, a couple of years, but I was on the step team for my graduate chapter. We still step. So, you know, something. Yeah. So oh. Something to represent like at, at black college fairs and stuff like that. We would do it. But yeah. Yes. The world is most interesting. And it, and it, but all in all, it was a it was a, a black HBCU was a I good was experience. Not, that was the best decision I ever made, because what I tell people when I go recruit at the um at the black college fairs, and I said, going to a black college gives you an opportunity for the only time in your life where you're not the minority. So, for one time in your life, four years, you are not the minority because once you get out. You know, reality hits you, but a black college prepares you for life in a, a white world. So it helps you. They teach you. They already teach you all the obstacles and things you're going to come across and how to combat them, so that when you get out, you're already prepared for what's going to face you. So you know, we already know that they already look at your look at your skin tone. Already know they have an expectation of you. We have to be, you know, three times as better. You know, we have to be three times better. Three t- work three times harder to get the same amount of respect. So. It was the best decision I could have made, but you know I have lifelong friends from my PWI, and most of us left and went to an HBCU. I have to say, everybody, yeah. most, most of the people I went to school with did not graduate from LSU. And then we always had our our uh, HSYT friends. That's high school whitey <laughs> friends. And, uh, <laughs> so that they they stick yeah. around. So. Most of them were cool. I mean, and I have to say, Bernard's was, you know, when we were there, it was was mostly white, but you had a little sprinkling of everybody in there when you look back. It was like everybody was in there. So, yeah, I still have, 
and because of Facebook, I still have become or kept in touch with friends from our class. So, and right. they seem pretty cool. You know what's funny? When you were saying earlier about how um, you, your parents didn't even mention the about a HBCU, mm-hmm. but it, and when we were graduating, nobody was really thinking of a, a. You know, we'd always watch the hear to see the commercial with the give to the United Negro mm-hmm. College Fund, but none of us thought about. It's like you said, none of us were even thinking about it going to, and it wasn't like we were looking down on them. We just, you know, it wasn't even it wasn't, a thought. It wasn't something that was ever promoted for us. I mean, no, in California. I, mean, even, I think in the Maybe. South, they saw it more because it was right in your face. But out here, so many people have moved out here from the South. But I think, but I think a lot right. of, when I think about my parents, I think that they probably, of course, they went to the HBCUs because that was their only option. You know, they couldn't go to the white schools. So then they came out here and so they, right. you know, they kind of pushed their kids to go elsewhere because their only option was a black college. And they didn't they didn't see that as as what a rich resource it really is. So that's why I think now it's starting to come back as, you know, that was a valuable thing. You know, it, it gave you it gives you a lot of sense of pride. It gives you a lot of sense of purpose. And you know that the teachers really want to see you succeed. And it's not a matter of, you know, you're not just a number. So. That's what I, and that's why all three of my kids, my son, of course, just graduated from Prairie View A&M and my daughters are now at Southern. So they're going to be third generation HBCUs because my mother went and my father went. Yeah. Was it, your um, ex wasn't, did he go to one? No, he went to UCLA out here. And so people have right. always asked, you know, how did you get your kids not to go? And I said, you know, I, I didn't really, I think it was more showing and after a while, my kids, none of them wanted to stay here in California. They wanted to go away to school. So I told them, it's just four years of your life, you know, maybe five. You see what it's like. So, um, yeah. and they, they didn't even apply. Or if they mess around and get pneumonia, maybe longer. <laughs> yes, you like their mom. But they didn't even apply. They didn't even apply yeah. to California school. <laughs> yeah. So I told them, so don't have too much fun like I did and get sick and have to, you know, prolong that <laughs> the whole thing. I think if we were in uh like if we were in like in Maryland or DC mm-hmm. or in New Orleans or something growing up, maybe we would have. I think we maybe may have looked at at HBCU more than out here, because you're in California, you're not even you don't even see one. Yeah. Yeah, there's none, none out here. To say so you know, <laughs> Southwest was our HBCU. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, you know, yeah, that'd be a black college yeah. out here. It, def- right. it definitely, um, I think now with the HBC, you know, with the expos and stuff, people are starting to hear more about them. But when we were in school, unless you kind of had somebody talk about it, like I know a lot of people that went to HBCUs, but we didn't talk about it. Some of them, like I have friends who went to Tuskegee or Morehouse or Spelman, but people didn't really talk. It was, it was like, that's just where they were going to school. It wasn't a big, I'm going to an HBCU thing. It was just, that's where they were going to school. Or their parents, you know, encourage them to do it. But out here, and especially at Burners, I'm sorry, they really weren't pushing, in my opinion, they weren't pushing college. You had to push yourself. They were just pushing, they were just pushing yeah, high school graduation. What you do after that. Because I remember um, a girl in class 82, you know, or uh, <laughs> Sybil Harris, and then uh, when she was graduating, she told me she was going to Hampton Institute. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, where the hell is that? You know, I never heard of it. But that was that was that's one of the first people that I knew that, you know, right out of high school from in mm-hmm. California, right out of high school, going to HBCU, and we didn't call yeah. them that then. I would just always make fun of the United Negro College. Fund Black Col- but you know, Trent in our grade, um, 
in our class. He went to Xavier in New Orleans. So that was the only person I think I knew at the time. He went to Xavier University um, because he's a pharmacist. And that's what that's a major pharmacy school. But yeah. And 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 I didn't even think of of that as being a a black college because you know they got oh, the more than one Xavier. In Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, and in Chicago or in Illinois, because you know you watch the the NCAA yeah. tournament and there was a there was a Xavier all over the place. So I wouldn't even put that together when when he was going there. I didn't yeah. even register in my mind that it was That's a black true. college. I just That's figured true. it was. I'm saying. I, I didn't know they had more than one Xavier. I figured he was going to the one I'd see on TV playing and, basketball. And the thing is, and the Xavier of Louisiana is completely separate from the Xavier. It was it was, it was in Chicago? I'm, why am I saying Ohio? I guess it was Chicago. Um, but yeah, they call it their Xavier University of Louisiana. Like they will be specific. But I know, right. yeah, March Madness, you will see all that. Yeah. Yeah, you see a Xavier, and you you wouldn't even think. So when you when you said that right now, I was like, oh shit, did he? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, and you know, um, I think there's a couple of them that went, um, because I feel like Cynthia, um, Mayfield, I feel like she went to Dillard. She was in Louisiana. Like a bunch of us were in. We were in Louisiana at the same time. I just remember that. Oh, okay. But um, a lot of it had to do with your family. You know where your family was from. They sent you back to where your people were from, which is how I ended up in Louisiana. So, you know, it's it worked yeah. out. But I'm glad I did. I'm glad I had a chance to get on out of here for a little bit and come back as Shalindra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shalindra 2. Well, no, 1.0. 1. 1. 2. Or 2.0. 2. 2.0. Shalindra 2.0. 2. 2. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, 2.0 model was I'm like, damn. <laughs> this one's all souped up. I had a chance to just kind of <laughs> relax, relate, release. You know, one of those moments. Yeah, yeah, go back, <laughs> tweak a few yeah. things, and, and and come back. Up, upgrade. So we're ready to have our um. It'll be forty years, Walter, this year. High school, yeah. That's damn, crazy. that means I'm damn near sixty. But you look good. That's all you have to worry about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't look at. I don't look like those people that age like a banana. <laughs> I look. <laughs> so yes. So whenever we do this year, I look forward to hopefully we can do something in person. That would be great. Me too. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the damn virus is under control. So can and see people's smiles and not just look at their eyes. Because <laughs> I'll be seeing as a mask. Yeah. Don't know what they look like. And you can see some girls and be like, whoa, I'm glad that <laughs> shit didn't work out. When they when they wear, when they wear <laughs> their little uh, their picture, the high school picture, and you have to look deep in the picture. Like, who are you? Yeah, like who? Oh hell no, that ain't you. You know, <laughs> you want to say what happened? No, okay. Yeah, and some of them I'm like, oof, well, I'm glad that didn't work. Out. <laughs> you you dodged that bullet, huh? Dodged it. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't pursue that. They might be saying the same thing, but I know I said it first. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's funny. well. Well, I don't want to take up all of your day, but uh, thanks for being on. Anything else you want to rant on or talk about before this, you get off? This was fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. All I, right. I know that you, you know, you have a lot of different friends you could have invited, and I appreciate you thinking of me. I do. Thank you. Oh yeah, I always <laughs> think about you. We uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for being on, and um, uh, I'll put it, I'll post it, and then send you a link, and you can. 
send it to your friends or whoever. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank right, you, Walter King. All right, yeah, shirt okay. is coming. Thanks. You have a great All day. Right. Okay. All right.